Happy Monday, everyone. It's me, Raheel. Our city, like other major cities in Texas, is dealing with an opioid crisis, where drugs laced with synthetic fentanyl are killing at least one person a day right here in Houston. We have fentanyl testing strips to reduce deaths, but they're illegal in Texas. Why is that? Kate Graziani of the Texas Harm Reduction Alliance joins me today to explain why bills to legalize these strips are stalling out in Austin, despite having support from many Democrats and Republicans. It's Monday, April 3rd. I'm Raheel Ramzanali, and here's what Houston is talking about today. Kate, welcome into CityCast Houston. Thank you so much for taking some time out during such a busy time for you. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's start first and foremost. What is the Texas Harm Reduction Alliance? Uh, we are an Austin-based statewide organization uh, providing harm reduction services in Austin and building a harm reduction movement across the state of Texas. Now, recently, this has gotten more traction, and I think a lot more people are on board with harm reduction, but the alliance started in 2019. Has there been criticism that the group has received since starting in 2019? Because back then, it wasn't as uh, of a positive of a movement. You know, harm reductionists have always faced criticisms, um, oftentimes from people who have been taught that abstinence only um, is the path to recovery and the only path. And I think we'll continue to face that, um, over time, but the Texas harm reduction Alliance was founded by leaders in the movement who, um, were well-respected and looked up to by many folks in Austin in Texas and around the country. And I think people recognize the need that they were filling by opening a drop-in center for people who use drugs run by people who use drugs. Um, there was pushback for folks who don't understand harm reduction, but I do think over the last four years, we have illustrated the power of harm reduction and that it works and in Austin, definitely. And I think also across the state, um, our success and many of the incredible work of harm reduction around Texas is showing folks that it does work and we need it so desperately right now. So, Kate, let's talk about the biggest headline right now. Why are fentanyl testing strips illegal, even with so much positive momentum coming from so many leaders, including Governor Abbott? So the fentanyl testing strips um, are included in our paraphernalia law at the state level, um, not explicitly. So we could have had leadership um, create an opportunity for us to expand access to fentanyl testing strips, however they felt like the words you know, testing and analyzing, which are in the paraphernalia law, included fentanyl testing strips. Um, and so I don't even think that many leaders, elected officials, even public health leaders knew that that was the case when fentanyl testing strips uh, first be became available. It was only in the last few years that um, some of our state leadership started to understand the law better and begin to prohibit the sale and distribution of those life-saving tools. Wow. Are they legal in most other states now, or what's it look like nationwide? We are not the only state that faced this barrier. However, we're one of few. Um, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head because so many states are moving to legalize them because of the overdose crisis right now. Um, I think in the next 
few years, they sh- they will be legal in every state in the U.S. and they're already legal in in most of them. So why do you, why do you think on a state level, so many Republicans and Democrats are now getting behind to overturn that portion of the law, like when they weren't concerned in 2021 and even before then? Well, there's a number of reasons that they're paying attention now and they weren't before. Uh, one is that I don't know that. It, Folks really understood that the fentanyl testing strips were prohibited through that paraphernalia law. Um, The other piece is that the overdose crisis is getting worse. Um, Groups like ours and many other people around the state have been sounding the alarm for a long time. And it does feel like we've reached a tipping point where um, our state leadership has, feels like they have to do something. Um, However, we're hearing that, um, there, so there are the fentanyl testing strip bills are being heard currently during session, right? Um, and w- we previously thought that they would have no problem passing that piece of legislation. The governor had given it the green light. There was Republicans and Democratic support for it. However, we're hearing in the Senate that Senator Huffman is not supportive of legalizing fentanyl testing strips, even after all of that. The bill has not been given a hearing in the Senate, even though. Uh, we're seeing widespread support for it in the House. It's moving in the House, but we need it to move in the Senate. And so I, I guess I would say I'm not entirely sure that our legislators are supportive of fentanyl testing strip authorization even now in this uh, horrible crisis that we're trying to navigate. So I hope that she changes her mind like in the next week. But if not, that bill could stall out and we could be left without that tool for the next two years. Wow. That is that is unreal to hear, especially with the support from the governor as well. Now, have you heard why she's against it at all? Unfortunately, no. I have reached out to her office multiple times and um, ha- have not been given a, a reason behind it. And so, you know, all I can imagine is that it's political and on some levels. Um, I hope she understands their efficacy and their like how useful they are for people um, in order to prevent overdoses, right? I think we really need to have an eye towards prevention and being able to test your drugs is one of the best ways to prevent an unintended overdose. So um, I think she's she has the evidence. She, she knows the, the research behind it. There's bipartisan support for it. And so I, I can only imagine that there's a political reason behind her opposition and I hope it changes. Absolutely. Was there legislation before to get the testing strips legalized and in the hands of Texans so we can prevent more overdoses? Um, Is this the first time or have we seen this before? Um, This is the first session we've seen the bills that are specifically targeting fentanyl test strips. We have had legislation in the past that would have decriminalized parts of our paraphernalia law. Um, But Fentanyl testing strips weren't widely understood or, or or known about, you know, by many legislators. And so um, the governor specifically, um, he's not saying he's in support of comprehensive overdose prevention efforts. He's only in support of fentanyl testing strip legalization. And so that's another reason why we're seeing so many bills filed specific to these tools this session.
let's say they were uh, made legal and everything goes perfect. How will this help end the opioid crisis that we're currently experiencing, not only in Houston and in Texas, but nationwide? So fentanyl testing strips are an important piece in a comprehensive strategy to address the overdose crisis, Um, but they're not the only piece that we need. Um, If all we do this session is legalize fentanyl testing strips, we're not going to get our arms around this crisis. The numbers of deaths are still going to continue to go up. Um, They're an incredibly useful tool for people who uh, want to use them, who know how to use them. Um, And there's also going to be, we also need to be authorizing a broader drug checking strategy. So oftentimes there's a number of different substances present um, in addition to fentanyl. um, Or in lieu of fentanyl, we're also seeing a rash of overdoses related to xylazine, for example. And a fentanyl testing strip isn't going to test for xylazine. But there are drug checking tools that test not only for fentanyl, but for any other adulterant. Um, And harm reduction programs that have access to these are able to, you know, not just harm reduction programs, but universities, uh, medical teams, folks are using these around the country to help educate people who are using about bad batches, about, um, you know, waves of of different types of substances or um, adulterants that are coming through their community. So it would be much more helpful to have access to comprehensive drug checking beyond just the fentanyl testing strips. But that obviously is an important step and an important piece as well. What other steps, you know, we mentioned the the fentanyl testing strips, broader testing as well, education, uh, what else could help with the crisis right now? Well, one of the big things we need is is comprehensive harm reduction programs around the state of Texas. They're only authorized in one county. Um, In one year, that program that is staffed by six people was able to um, reverse over 1,500 overdoses. These are folks who are out in the community, on the streets, going to where people are, meeting them where they're at, and engaging a lot of community members that other service providers really don't know how to work with or want to work with. So that's a big step is we need drop-in centers, outreach teams, mobile health clinics across the state. We also have a very narrow 911 Good Samaritan law in Texas. It was passed last session and it is lim- you can only use it once every 18 months. So if you witness an overdose and you call for help and you have something on you that might lead to arrest or prosecution, um, this overdose Good Samaritan law would protect you one time every 18 months. And if you have some felony drug convictions, it does not protect you. So they've explicitly, you know, they're explicitly discriminating against people who've been caught up in the system because of their drug use, which is quite common because we're often just using punitive approaches. So we need to broaden that 911 Good Samaritan law to, to cover everybody at any time to lift that fear that most people have that prevents them from calling 911. So in addition to these life-saving strategies, we also need to stop some of these outdated war on drugs type of bills that are only gonna cause more harm and death, unfortunately. Wow, that that is sad to hear. That's sad to hear that we are moving backwards almost here in the state of Texas. Uh, what were your thoughts on Narcan being approved by the FDA to be sold over the counter 
was that was that a win that 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 you celebrated just quickly i know it, there's still a lot left to be done but that was a really cool win at least from the outside looking in yeah it is definitely a step in the right direction um but as my coworker frankie ray said um to me yesterday it never should have been restricted in the first place um this is a medication that its sole purpose is to re reverse an overdose it has no impact on anything else. There aren't adverse side effects if you use it um, for, for another purpose. And so, you know, it is, it gives us hope that this small step, you know, has been taken, but, you know, it really shouldn't have been uh, limited in the first place. And we're also, you know, we're not sure how this is going to impact folks who don't have the means to pay for it. So we, we want to see it coupled with strategies to make Narcan and Naloxone available for free for anyone who needs it in every community. Um, so, and that step would, would actually be the most impactful step is making it available to everyone who needs it. You know, with future drugs that are developed to help fight overdoses, I, I saw that the University of Houston is currently working on a vaccine that could potentially help with overdoses. If, if if something like that was FDA approved and passed, do you this do you still think there will be government backlash, whether it be on a state or a national level, for future drugs as well? Because as you mentioned, like Narcan was was made just for that purpose to help with overdoses. Yet there was so much, uh, there were still so many issues with getting it legalized, getting getting it over. Excuse me, getting it approved to be sold um, over the counter. Do you think future drugs will have the same issue? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and it's mm. and it's because we, we live in a country that doesn't understand that drug use is a public health issue and we continue to prohibit it and, and punish people for it. And that means any medications associated with helping people are heavily regulated, limited. And um, until we uh, shift our approach to drug use, we're going to see that time and time again. Kate, thank you so much for joining us. How can Houstonians and Texans get involved um, with your organization and help out? Well, honestly, I'd like to give a plug to a Houston-based organization called Street Value. They're doing, um, you know, mutual aid, harm reduction, and overdose prevention work in the Houston area, and they need support right now um, for supplies like fentanyl test strips and Narcan. Um, so I would encourage folks in Houston to look them up and to donate to them or to get involved as a volunteer. Um, Claudia is the point person there and she's incredible and uh, they're, they're doing some really important work in the Houston community. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, thank you for having me. That was Kate Graziani, co-executive director of the Texas Harm Reduction Alliance. You can learn more about what they're doing in Texas by clicking on the link in our show notes. Before we go, Third Ward's historic El Dorado building is now open after getting $9.7 million worth of restoration. The building used to be a thriving space for businesses during segregation, and now with all the major upgrades, it'll not only go back to being the epicenter for local businesses there, but it'll also have an art gallery and a space for the Third Ward community to gather. That will do it for today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to CityCast Houston and give us a five-star review wherever you listen. I'm Rehil Ramzanali, and I hope you learned something new.
can't say that word. Epicenter. Did I say it correctly? All right. Dang right I did. Not sure. <laughs>